Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I am your host, Adam Castor. Here is always my co-host, Ed Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how are you doing? It is hoodie season, Adam. I am fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. My favorite time of year. It hides the beer gut. I can look like a dad on these podcasts and it's it's wonderful. It's It, it truly is wonderful. Yep, I wore a polar fleece. I went to the Met game um, on Tuesday. And I wore a polo fleece and it was the best. I'm like, this is fall. We're in fall. Yeah. So the reason that my voice sounds like this is because I was yelling, obs- yelling obscenities at, at player at Mets players because they were terrible. Screaming. Uh, yeah. Uh, outside, it, it makes of, a lot of sense. outside of Pete Alonso, who had a three run homer, the rest of the Mets were not good. It makes a lot of sense. It's okay. You're allowed to have a good yeah. time. You're allowed to, to, to throw back. I mean, hey, I wish you could have heard my voice yesterday morning after uh, after the Giants got Cooper Rush. <laughs> they really did. They got Cooper rushed. What do you want me to tell you? Yeah, they, I uh the jet game, that jet game, I don't want to talk about it, but it's a get right game. We talked about it on uh, on Tuesday's program with Jake that Kyle Pitts has one touchdown in his NFL career and it did not cover the continental United States. It came in London against the New York Jets. So that's all Kyle Pitts needs to do is play the New York Jets. Then that's what all the Joe Burrow needs to do is play the New York Jets. <laughs> the Jets are just a get right game for everybody. So Mitch Trubisky, 3.15.3 on Sunday. <laughs> oh my God. My nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. He was pretty good the last time that the Bears played the Jets. Well, last time he played the Jets, which is with the Bears, when they were good and they won the it's division. A, it's a get-right game for anybody that's not on the Dallas Cowboys, as the Dallas Cowboys historically suck against the New York Jets. Yeah, weirdly. Weirdly. I know. It's, it's quite odd. I mean, also the Bucks historically suck against the Jets as well. Oh, uh, but well, until until last year. Yeah. Well, actually, the past two years, when uh, when when Tom Brady did some not nice things, the the Jet. I'm pretty sure, and correct me on this if I'm wrong, but the Jets were pre before that stupid game with Tom Brady uh, last year. The Jets were previously undefeated at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. So I remember Geno Smith's first game was against the Bucks because they won a late field goal because some asshole cheap shotted him out of bounds and got an extra 15 yards. What are we talking about, Geno Smith, today? I'm actually I'm actually looking forward to talking about Geno. This is so yeah. When we when we get there, I have a question for you. When we get okay. there. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, also congratulations on surviving the guillotine. Thank you. You as well for, for another week. I still need well. a, I still need a running back because I, I, mean, I actually, it, it is one of my more, that league. I have to say out of all the leagues that I'm in this year, that league is the most fun by, by a lot. <laughs> it's really fun on like Sunday night or Monday when you're like, Oh, I'm safe. And you're kind of like trying to see who's going to be last and like which players you're going to go for. But when you're like in it and you're on the lower tier and you're like afraid of losing, I'm, I don't know. It's kind of stressful. At this point, I've surpassed all my expectations for what I thought I was going to do in that league. So now I'm just like, now I'm just having fun with it. Okay. Now I'm just having a grand old time. Yeah. And I, I can't, I can't control the people that are going to spend 750, 800 bucks on one player. I was so close to getting Clyde. So close. I was close last week getting Justin Herbert. I was about 150 bucks off this week on Justin Jefferson. So 
No, two fifty. Sorry, math. Yeah. Well, did not think someone's going to go eight hundred bucks for Justin, for Justin Jefferson, but here we are. I mean, going based off of, off of the projections, there might be some good running backs on available. I'm projected for 117 points this week. Not your running backs. The team that has. Oh, oh I thought you were talking about my team. Like, no. Like, oh, you want, you want Austin Eckler? <laughs> I did. Well, do I? <laughs> oh, I mean, Austin Eckler hasn't done anything wrong to me yet. He hasn't knocked my ass out. <laughs> That'll be better than Cam Akers. That's disgraceful. That's, that's, that's abhorrent. Disgusting. Anyway. This is not the pro Cam Akers show. That 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 show is going to be on uh, on Saturday morning. That's that, that's the that's the Cam Akers uh, that's the Cam Akers party. I don't know. I'm very conflicted on Cam Akers because I think it's just week one. It really, it already put me in a in a bad position, and you just don't know. With you have no patience. Adam. I don't have any patience. No, you have no patience well, in a league where you're basically playing for keeps. If you're if you have the least amount of points, it's hard to have patience. I edit that statement. You have no patience for anybody that's not named Derek Carr or Curtis Samuel. Hey, listen, Curtis Samuel is actually good this year. Are you are you gonna believe are you finally gonna believe us that Derek Carr is just an elite game manager? Yeah, probably. Thank you. Okay, okay. just make, just making sure. But Curtis Samuel is a wide receiver one. Oh, 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 oh. potential. Potential we'll wide see, receiver. We'll see how long that lasts. Potential Hall of Fame receiver, Curtis Samuel. We'll, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about uh, two teams that are not that do not have Derek Carr or Curtis Samuel. Uh, the Miami Dolphins and the Cincinnati Bengals, who are going to be playing on Thursday on Prime Video. This is the nice plug, by the way. Nice shameless plug. I, is Bezos lining your pocket with that one? Um, I wish. Very simple. Very, very, very simple. You're playing your studs. Tua, you're starting. Chase Edmonds, if you need to flex him, that's fine. You can, you can play him. Jalen, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, you're playing them. Mike Kosicki, you're not playing. The defenses, you're not playing. Joe Burrow, you're playing. Joe Mixon, you're playing. Jamar Chase, you're playing. T. Higgins, you're playing. Tyler Boyd, even after a two-touchdown week last week, I still don't buy it. But in deep leagues, you can get away with it. This is going to be a game where there are a lot of points. There are a lot of points scored. You want to play your studs. Start them, set, forget, enjoy Thursday night. Jake said it on Tuesday's program. This is one of the rare Thursday games where you want all of your guys playing in this game. Very rare that this happens. This is one of them. So you're playing Joe Mixon, but are you worried that he just has not looked good like he hasn't scored yet on the ground. Uh, he only is just under 200 yards rushing um, in three games heading into week four. Like this is not what you're expecting for Joe Mixon at this point, right? When you spent a, a first round or a, a early second round pick on him in your drafts. Well, no, it's definitely not what you expected. I mean, the offensive line stinks, but we also talked about this on, on Tuesday's program. If you haven't, if you haven't listened to it, go check it out. Um, but we, we, we talked about this now with DeAndre Swift very much out of the fold for the next couple of weeks because he's injured. What else is new? Look at all the top tier running backs. Name me one that's been consistent. Kind of Nick Chubb. But even then, week one with Nick Chubb in full point PPR, it was 14 and a half points. Not really that great. So now, yeah. 
who really has been the consistent guy. There hasn't been one. So everything we were talking about at the beginning of the year, where you need to load up on running back, load up on running back, but we also got a ton of questions about should you zig while everyone else zags? That was the right approach because if you went zero RB, zero RB, you're 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 loving life. Cordero Patterson, James Robinson, uh, Jamal Williams now, Khalil Herbert. Uh, there are definitely others that I'm that I'm missing. Clyde, you have any of those Michael guys? Michael Carter. Michael maybe. Carter, yeah, absolutely. You're loving life. You're loving, loving life. That's true. And yeah, you're right. I mean, the running backs have not been great this year. Um, and honestly, some of the receivers are like have kind of been okay. It's kind of been like a weird, it's a weird year. And it's been some, a receiver year thus far. Yeah. Thus and far. Like, but I would uh, also say that a lot of the top end talent, kind of kind of piggybacking off what you were saying, Adam. A lot of the top end talent at both positions have been flaky a little bit. I mean, Cooper Cup's been amazing. Oh, yeah, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's been amazing, but um, Devontae Adams has not been Devontae Adams. Yeah, he was Devontae Adams in week one, but Josh Allen's been great. Um, Mark Andrews has been great. Travis Kelsey has been consistent, but he has as he had those those highs. No, not yet. But a lot of the top end talent just hasn't hasn't started to to come up yet. It's been a lot of the the rookies, a lot of the younger guys that have really stepped up, specifically the the, the rookie receivers. You know, if you have the 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 rookie receivers, I mean, you're loving life. Except for Jamison Williams. Yeah, except for Jamison Williams. But the guys that have played, I mean, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. Yeah, yeah you're 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 chilling. Oh, I was so worried when I saw Garrett Wilson go down with that injury in yeah. week against the Bengals. I mean, I'm, I was surprised that he came back in the game. Oh, me too. But um, anyway, we're kind of got, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say about this game other than, other than just like you're playing your guys? Like, yep. I think that's probably it, right? Nope. You're playing your studs. Enjoy the points. All right. Cool, cool. So I'm interested. Just, I'm not biased. I'm a little biased. But you definitely are. Yeah. I want to talk about this game, A, so we get it out of the way, and B, because depending on which quarterback is playing, it does have some fantasy implications. Mm-hmm. And that's the Jets and Steelers. Yeah. So it looks like Zach Wilson could be playing in this game. I mean, this is the projected start date for his for his season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what does that mean going forward for you know, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Michael Carter, Brees Hall, Corey Davis, if you even have him, the tight ends, because, I mean, Tyler Conklin has looked great. He looked great last week anyway. So, and CJ Ozama has done nothing, but that's besides the point. Yeah, he's blocking tight end at this point. Yeah. Gave him all that money to just block, but that's... Yeah, neither here nor there. Yeah, neither here nor there. But, um, I mean, for the Jets, like, what is this... What does Zach Wilson coming back mean? Like it, we just don't know if he has the chemistry with Garrett Wilson that Joe Flacco had. Correct, correct. We don't know. We don't know what it's going. I, I, I can tell you right now, it's probably better for better for the running backs. So I think I, I do think Michael Carter and Brees Hall do get a bit of a boost. Maybe Brees Hall more so, just because of the pass catching acumen that Brees Hall brings to the table. Uh, Elijah Moore is going to kind of be the same. Maybe he gets a little bit of a boost just because 
Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore has played a ton. That's what people don't understand is that, the, yeah, the numbers aren't great thus far, but Elijah Moore doesn't come off the field. So that's going to be really good news in an offense that now I think they're going to be a bit more, I guess the word is aggressive in terms of pushing the ball more downfield. So it's good for Elijah Moore. Uh, with Garrett Wilson, it's going to take time, I would imagine. You know, maybe it's possible he stepped right into the scene. Yeah, it's it's definitely possible because he's done it thus far. I think we see a lot more Braxton Berrios, though. I think Braxton Berrios now is a part to play in this offense. Corey mm-hmm. Davis thing takes a little bit of a back seat. And for as for Tyler Conklin, I mean, I mean, you're more the, the Jets expert than I am, but is Zach Wilson really like uh uh does he throw to the tight ends often? I don't feel like he did. He he did last year. Well, the Jets, I mean, I can't I mean, he threw to Tyler Croft a fair amount. Yeah. But I don't know. I think I mean Braxton Berrios is a good shout. Because they had great chemistry last yeah. year. I mean, back, Braxton Berrios had probably the best stretch of his career last year. Yep. With when Zach Wilson also was having the best stretch of his career so far. Yeah. Uh, last year. So that's a good. That's a good shout. I would say this: the only Jets that I would feel comfortable playing are the running backs, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, yeah. and Tyler Conklin. And Tyler Conklin, if you're going to find a tight end. All right. Um, and for Pittsburgh, you know, you're playing your guys basically. Very simple. Najee yeah. Harris, Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryerman. Yeah, that works. Keep an eye though on George Pickens. Keep keep an eye out. But I like so that you, they got him more involved last week. So you think Claypool's just out of the fold completely? I would rather drop Chase Claypool, to be quite honest. Okay. Uh, next game, the Vikings and the Saints. This is going to be an interesting one. Got a lot of injuries uh, heading into this game. I mean, the biggest one is Dalvin Cook. And, you know, he left with that, what was it a shoulder injury? Uh, dislocated shoulder. Yes. And um, he's day-to-day currently. Yes. He's day-to-day currently. Um, practice reports do come out. Uh, today, we were recording this Wednesday morning. Uh, this will be out Wednesday night. So we'll have more of a uh, update um, on the on the mailbag. So we'll have an update there. Um, so when practice reports do come out, you know, Dalvin Cook will be interesting to to look at. Uh, if Dalvin Cook plays, you're going you're gonna to start Dalvin Cook. Um, if he doesn't, you're going to start Alexander Madison with the expectation that Alexander Madison is going to be a low on Darby 1. Yep. And for the Saints, um, Michael Thomas. He undergo he underwent further testing on Monday, and the Saints believe they have he avoided a serious injury. That's yep. per you, that's per your boy, Ian Rappaport. What's up, Ian? Not the and, hurricane. Not the hurricane. Oh, geez, please. Yeah, safe. Be safe to all the people in Florida. Yes. Um, and then Jarvis Landry's dealing with soreness in his foot. Um, and he's questionable so far. So definitely monitor your practice reports for those guys. I think the biggest question mark has got to be James Winston. Yeah. And he's not even on this injury report, but, you, but we'll see. He'll be, yeah, there. the official one, the official one didn't, didn't come out yet. Um, so, you know, that'll be wait and see, but like the man's playing with four fractions back and he's not playing well. So it, would I be surprised if they were to give Andy Dalton a, a start in the immediate future? No, I wouldn't be surprised. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised at all. And your emergency quarterback is also questionable. 
yeah. uh, Taysom Hill. Yeah, please, for the love of God, don't roster Taysom Hill. Yeah, he, he had a good run. Yeah, but every everybody else that's worthwhile, you're starting. Michael Thomas, you're starting. Chris Olave, you're starting. Uh, Alvin Kamara, I guess you're starting. You got to have to. Yeah, Alvin Kamara has looked worse than than Joe Mixon. I mean, again, only a hundred yards on the ground. Again, this is what happens when you're not catching balls from a guy that can't throw a ball more than 15 yards downfield. Jameis Winston wants to launch it downfield. Maybe Alvin Kamara would benefit from Andy Dalton. It's quite possible. It's quite possible that can happen. But he needs the receptions because he's not in between the tackles runner. So if you're not getting the receptions, this is the classic Derrick Henry argument, Adam. It's the reverse, really. It's the reverse, yes. Only now, lack of receptions that Derrick Henry is the same thing. You need to be the best in between the tackles runner of the National Football League, which is very close between Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb, which is something that Alan Kamara is not. So can't run in between the tackles and not catching passes. It's a, it's a recipe for disaster if you are an Alvin Kamara manager, but you have to start. Yeah. And I mean, he, he didn't look great last year either. Um, some so, breaking news. Yes. Some breaking news. Uh, this is from a contact that I have with the Cowboys. Uh, Dak Prescott did have the stitches removed from his, from his hand and he is expected to throw today. Wow. So it is quite possible that we are going to see Dak Prescott back within the next couple of weeks. So if Dak Prescott is on your waiver wire, go put in a claim. I don't know why he'd be on your waiver wire. He was in a waiver wire in one of my leagues, and I, I picked him up immediately. And it was after waivers ran. That's, so he was just sitting there. I'm like, how? How did I miss this? That's crazy. Yeah, and I picked him up. So now I'm going to have a QB controversy on OJ's parole board, Jack <laughs> Prescott and Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's on, I have him in the non-guillotine, and he's on my IR. And by the way, just for uh, everyone who's wondering, uh, Dak Prescott plays the AFC South in the fantasy playoffs. So, Ooh, that's, that's pretty good. That is pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. You like that? You like that? <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Can you believe that? That video is like six years old. Incredible. Incredible. I feel horrendously old. Yeah. Well, I was talking to my friend about when we graduated high school. And because it was like, I forget what the context of the conversation was. And he was like, 10 years ago. I was like, no, it wasn't 10 years ago. It was eight years ago. Oh, my God. It was eight years ago. Shut the hell up, Adam. This is when you shut the hell up. (laughs) (laughs) I could feel the grays just popping in from under my cap. I can feel the grays just like, just like piercing the surface. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. I know you have a nice head of hair with no grays, but we got the grays. We got the grays popping through. It, 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 it's it's quite frankly diabolical. Well, if you saw my grandpa, my mom's side's hair when he was alive, then you wouldn't be. It's it's not great. Well, you didn't see much. I'll say that. I'll be a silver fox when I'm 55, not when I'm 26. Fair point. Silver Fox builds character, by the way. Not a 26. Okay. 
do we go over the Vikings? You know, the Vikings, like you're starting. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we talked about Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison. I mean, you're going to start, you're going to start Justin Jefferson. You could stream Kirk Cousins. And then you're kind of holding on to Adam Thielen and KJ Osborne. Irv Smith, I wouldn't start. I, I don't think this is an Irv Smith kind of game. I mean, they have to get Justin Jefferson back involved, right? They, ha- they yeah. have to. After last week, absolutely. He was well, they terrible. won last week. They won last week, so they don't. They don't. They don't have to. But well, for fantasy, I mean, yeah, but yeah, they, 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 he's their best player. Yeah. All right. Next game: the Browns and the Falcons. So, Miles, what a fascinating game this is going to be. Who would have thought that I would have said that? Three weeks ago. About a game between Jacoby Brissett and Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a fascinating game. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the Browns, like it's going to be fascinating to see which running back is like does better. Chubb. Between Chubb and Hunt. Chubb. At this point. Chubb. Let me see where I have uh, Chubb in my ranks. I have Nick Chubb as my RB3 this week in PPR. In PPR? In PPR, I have Nick Chubb as my RB3. That's absurd. Yeah, it's crazy. Over everybody except Christian McCaffrey and Jonathan Taylor. That is absurd. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. Can't believe it, but here I am. Uh, Yeah, I mean, and then Amari Cooper has had a nice bounce back after not really doing much. Yeah, two week straight one. weeks. Two straight weeks of really good production from Amari Cooper. He's, t- he's a t- uh, wide receiver too this week. Yep. You're starting him. And honestly, David Njoku could be a guy also. David Njoku is really, really interesting because I, I do kind of think that the matchup calls for a really nice Njoku day. Now, what do I expect? I expect two catches for 15 yards. <laughs> but the matchup, he's a top 12 play. You start him. Well, in that case, he might, he might really blow away expectations. If, the, if those are your expectations. Oh, believe me, if he, if he does anything close to what he did last week, my God. But, yeah, I'm going to start Njoku, considering Will Disley was able to score last week versus this same Atlanta Falcons team. So, start him. Yep. Yeah, my, him. Brother, my brother-in-law was actually at that game. Really? Yep. The I'm trying Steel- to remember. Go ahead, Steel- go ahead, I'm sorry. He was at the Steelers and Browns on Thursday, last Thursday. Oh. Yeah. So I'm just trying to remember here. Who did Atlanta play in week one? They played New Orleans. They did play New Orleans. Okay. So they didn't have a tight end score. Oh, no, they did have a tight end score in week one. His name was Taysom Hill. So (laughs) I guess guess that counts for something. Um, And then... Will Disley scored last week. So they have a lot of touchdowns to tight ends in, th- in three of the first four weeks. I can't remember if Higby scored in week two. I don't think he did. No. I don't think he did. That, that game was really weird. It was a strange game. It was a strange game. But why is Higby going to score when all touchdowns going to go to Cooper Cup anyway? Yeah, and not Cam Akers. Hey, excuse me. Cam Akers did score last week. Except for, okay, except for one. Yeah, bite well, your tongue. Well, that that week it was, uh, it was Drew Henderson that scored. And not K-Makers. K-Makers going to be fine out. From your mouth to God's ears. And then for Atlanta, 
Uh, you could start Marcus Mariota as a top 15 option. You're going to start Cordero Patterson. You're going to start Drake London. And you kind of have to start Kyle Pitts. Well, you just kind of hope that he that this is the bounce back they needed to sustain some success. Mm-hmm. And I would not touch either defense in this game for what it's worth. Yeah, this is not this is not the game Mm-mm, for that. Because no. the Falcons are like underrated. I mean, they're they're not great, but they're underrated at least. Um, they're 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 fine. The uh, for, from a fan like from a fantasy defense perspective. Going up against the Falcons is not like a cakewalk. Correct. Correct. Because you have all the running aspects that come to the table with Marcus Mariota and Cordero Patterson. Yep. AKA mommy, by the way. So what is that? What what's the deal with that? Why is he if you know you know. Would you lose a bet? No. No, I did not lose a bet. Okay. I don't make bets that I lose. No, he's that's just that's just his nickname. His nickname is mommy. Really? Do you have any receipts from uh, bacon, egg, and cheeses that you bought me in college for many bets that you lost. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> uh, okay. Speak to my attorney. <laughs> Next game is the Commanders and the Cowboys. Very exciting stuff. Hey, Commanders, you ready to get Koopa rushed? Or surprisingly, well, no, they're not going to get dacked yet. No, they're not getting dacked yet. Mm-mm-mm. No, no, no. They're getting Cooper rushed. There's so many things to talk about in this game. Yep. With so many different positions. I mean, I want to start with the receivers for the commanders. Sure. Because I have all three of the main ones actually in like spread across the guillotine and the non-guillotine. You do? And I'm just interested because like I feel conflicted whenever I'm watching their games because it's like, yeah, Curtis Samuel got a touchdown, but also Terry McLaurin didn't get that touchdown and Jahan Dotson didn't get that touchdown. So it's like, it's a weird scenario. And it feels like Curtis Samuel is like their main guy. Like it's like a 1A, 1B, 1C almost. I think it's McLaurin personally. I think McLaurin is, is the guy. They paid him to be the guy. But Sir, but Samuel's been getting a lot of the looks in the past couple of games. He's been getting a lot of looks, but Terry McLaurin was the guy who had a 100-yard game last week. It's true. So it's still McLaurin for me. It's McLaurin Samuel, Samuel scored. Dotson in that order. Yeah, but uh, Samuel scored at least. Yeah. Last game. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it, yeah. this isn't me, you know, shitting on the Curtis Samuel parade. Um, no, absolutely not. He's a top 30 play for me this week. You start him. But for me, I, I would I would rather roll with McLaurin as the guy in this offense. And it's like, you know, you have McLaurin here, you have Curtis Samuel a step below, and then Jahan Dotson is on the lower end of the spectrum, just because it, even when you know we picked up we picked him up after week one. There was always that speculation of, you know, he doesn't get enough looks. And while it was nice. He doesn't get enough looks yet. And it's kind of hard to envision that Carson Wentz is going to support three viable fantasy receivers. Two, sure. Three, very hard to imagine that. Yeah, sorry. I Curtis Samuel did not score last week. Uh, who did score that touchdown? It was, oh, it was Gibson. Yeah, That's it was Gibby. My fault. It was Gibby. It who, seemed who, like... Who, who, 
you can start, but he's only a flex level start this week. Yeah. I mean, Barkley was held, was held until he just round, he just, you know, whipped up one big run and that was it. By the way, CD Lamb catch was one of the best catches I've ever seen, better than Odell. And the Cowboys actually won the game. God, that's that's hilarious. Also, that <laughs> that Trayvon Diggs pick. I love riling up Giants fans. It's it, it, it's such a great time. Trayvon Diggs, his pick to end the game, his game ceiling interception was probably was so cool. Better hands on his brother. What do you want me to tell you? Listen, you shut your mouth. It's only week four. Are we it's getting fun? It's so much fun riling up rival fans. Not even just Giants fans, just 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 rival fans, because it's like Giants fans, especially. Giants fans are a bunch of a, a bunch of soft, fickle idiots. We're not even rivals. Well, beat- I do hate I do hate the Philadelphia Eagles more than I hate the New York Giants. I want to put that on record. The Jets have beaten the Cowboys in the past three meetings. We're not rivals. Oh, we're not rivals. I don't, I, I don't <laughs> care about the New York Jets. Where, what, what have the Jets done for me lately? I almost <laughs> empathize with the New York Jets. Almost. Almost. <laughs> almost. Yeah, and then a Jets fan opens their mouth, and I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. Now I understand why I wish absolute terrible things with your franchise. I knew it. It's been you this entire time. Nothing against the team. Nothing against the team. I actually find the Jets team to be very likable. But the fans, not so much. Well, anyway, uh, for the Cowboys, I think we might be really in for a running back controversy. There should be. Tony Pollard. And Adam, Adam, you said it in your bold predictions. I give you credit. I still don't think it's going to happen, but with that being said, Tony Pollard should have more fantasy points than Ezekiel Elliott. He should. Will it happen? No. But should it? Yes. Tony Pollard. Okay. So I remember, I mean, this might not, this may or may not have happened. I was very young when, when this did happen, but there was a time when I went to a Met game, my first ever Met game at Chase Stadium. Pedro Martinez was pitching. And um, he was throwing, and it didn't really look all that fast, you know, coming out of his hand. And then they brought in El Duque out of the bullpen. And it was like the ball was just like flying mm-hmm. to the character's glove. Yep. Tony Pollard is El Duque in this situation. Sure. He looked he looks bet he looks better, honestly, than yeah. Zeke Elliott at this point. Well, I mean. I don't want to say it's the same thing because Mariano Rivera is the best closer of all time. And he is forever will be the best closer of all time. But in a way, maybe it's like Ezekiel Elliott is later stages of, of his career, Mariano Rivera. And Tony Pollard is like David Robertson. Ooh, that's an interesting upstart. David Robertson had some zip. That's more like a Bobby. Parnett. It's, the, it's, the, it's the same situation. Bobby Parnell and Billy Wagner. I don't even think they played together, but still, whatever. Yeah, they same. didn't play together. Same. But anyway, uh, yeah. Like, I think Tony Pollard, I mean, I'm starting him in the guillotine at this point. I'm, he's, he's I'm starting him as a flex this week. Yeah, he, he's fly, he is upside. Let me see where I put. Zeke and Pollard. So Pollard is my RB29. Zeke is my RB24. 
Interesting. It's pretty close, though. It's very close. Very close. It's a lot closer than I really thought that I would imagine putting these two together. Yeah. I mean, it's turning into more of a Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb situation at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only in this instance, Kareem Hunt is a better running back than Nick Chubb. He, we seem to have a lot of those this year, weirdly. Yeah. Well, Pollard Pollard needs to be the start, the starting running back for, for, for the Cowboys. It's just not going to happen because the guy who sits on high said it's not going to happen. Well, he's also being paid a ton of money to to do that to do to be the starting by the guy on high. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Uh, the receivers. I mean, C.D. Lamb has looked good. Starting. Th- yeah. Do you think Michael Gallup is this the week that he comes back, or do you think I would Cowboys are going to wait so. till Dak comes back? I would believe this is the week that Gallup comes back. You know, he'll, he'll be on a snap count. Uh, in deeper leagues, though, Noah Brown. Yes. Yes. Well, especially if Gallup doesn't play. Because mm-hmm. Noah Brown also looked really good against oh, the Giants. Yeah, Noah Brown is way more appealing if Gallup doesn't play. But even, even if Gallup plays, he'll probably be on, you know, maybe 20, 25 snaps. Still start Noah Brown. And then yeah. keep an eye out for Dalton Schultz. If Dalton Schultz plays, maybe you start him as a low-end tight end one. If not, then you roll with no Cowboys tight ends. And start the Cowboys defense, by the way. Lead the league in sacks. Also, they they usually do well against Washington. Yeah. So yeah, and I I appreciate the uh, the two uh, super sack bros that we uh, that we have in Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence. Evan Neal, who? Evan Neal, who? Sorry, I don't know who that is. Yeah, he was beaten real bad. Oh, he was taking he was taking a class. He was taking a class. He was given education on what on what you have to do in order to pass protect in the National Football League. Demarcus Lawrence carved him up. Yep. All right, next game, this is going to be very interesting as well. Uh, the Seahawks and the Lions. I think we should talk about uh, the Lions first because there are sure. a, lot more, a lot more stories here. I mean, Jamal Williams has been – like they've been giving him a lot of, a lot of action with DeAndre Swift uh, being injured. And now if he's going to – if Dan Campbell is to be believed and he's going to be out until the week six bye – then DeAndre, our Jamal Williams is an RB2 at this point. He's an RB1 for me. Yeah. He's an RB1 this week. Start him. He's been, he's been him. fantastic. Reap the benefits. It should be a lot of points scored in this game. A lot of points. The Detroit Lions have a really good offense. Like yeah. A sneaky good offense. Yes. A very good offense. It's, it's just defensively where it needs a little bit of work, but. There should be a ton of points scored in this game. This should be a fun game. This should be a game where all your fantasy assets get something. So Jamal Williams, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, even TJ Hawkinson, TJ Blockinson, to a little bit of effect. You know, you, you start them. You start them with some level of confidence. But Jamal Williams and Amon Ross St. Brown are the ones where I'm most confident for the Detroit Lions. They're going to get theirs. Yeah. And Jared Goff as well. I mean, while we're on it, I mean, Jared Goff's top 15 play, you start him. Yep. All right, well, what is your question that you had for me about Geno Smith? Am I starting Geno Smith or Russell Wilson? Oh, my God. Yeah. I cannot believe this. Did not think I would ever have to have this problem. Are you starting Geno Smith or Russell Wilson? Uh, Geno Smith against the Lions, Russell Wilson against the Raiders. Ooh. 
honestly, I think you're. Is this weird? Right? Should you? You may maybe you should start Geno Smith. Oh my That's god! That's what I have. Oh my god! <laughs> I have a Geno Smith, which is crazy. Which is absolutely crazy. Russell Wilson has looked has looked cooked did in I the past that? three weeks. Did I say that? You did say that. You can't start Russell Wilson right now. We'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, Gino, Gino, I think you could spot start very easily. Very, very easily. Um, you're not starting a running back though for the Seahawks. Not doing it. Yeah, you still have to wait on Penny and Walker and see. It's just a mess. It's a yeah. mess. Because yeah, Penny gets the first carry and he plays for the first quarter, but then it just turns into Kenneth Walker and Travis Homer. Yeah. And Travis Homer is injured, so who knows? Yeah. So you could see a bit more Penny. Uh, what about the receivers and the tight end also? You're starting Lockett and you're starting Metcalf, but Jeff Okuda has done a really, really good job this year against number one receivers, and he's going to be matched up against DK Metcalf. So we'll see, but you're starting Metcalf. You're starting Metcalf. I, I don't want to get that confused. You're starting him, but it's going to be interesting to see if the Jeff Okuda that has been there for the first couple of weeks is the guy that shows up against DK Metcalf. Well, I mean, Jeff Okuda shut down Justin Jefferson last week. Yeah. Yes, he did. So notable a... alumni of the Ohio State University, OH. I.O. Thank you. One of these days, if you do that, I'm just going to say go blue instead of IO. And, and I would, re- I would leave, the, I would leave the call. I'm going to really, really piss you off. I would leave the call. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Next game, the Titans and the Colts. A good bounce back game for the Colts against the Chiefs. And good bounce back game for Jonathan Taylor as well. And I think I think just, I think Jonathan Taylor scores this week. Yeah, this this could also be like a pretty high scoring game. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be. You're gonna start Taylor. You're gonna start Pittman. You don't start anybody else. Yeah, and for the Titans, you're gonna start Henry. Robert Woods has been okay. Um, In deep leagues, you can start him. Yeah, and Tannehill has been terrible. Yeah, Tannehill has just been. Ugh. I don't want to. I don't want to. But keep. Pick up Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks, hold him. All right. Well, that's easy. Uh, The Bears and the Giants. Speaking of guys that have looked not great, Justin Fields, he hasn't looked great. But if Dave Montgomery doesn't play this week, Khalil Herbert's the guy. I'm sure you talked about him on the waiver show. Oh, he was was the ad to have this week, without a doubt. You had to have Um. And for the, and then the other St. Brown brother, I mean, could you start him in a D, in a very, very, like a 14 team league? No. Nope. I would not want to start a Chicago Bears pass catcher in this game. Have okay. to see it. You have to see it. And Donald Mooney doesn't do anything. He's worth consideration for a drop. Yeah. Unfortunately. Sadly. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones, you're probably not starting. You could start him as a spot start, yeah. I don't know. In deep leagues, in deep leagues, in like 14-team super flex, you could do it. 
Yeah. Saquon, obviously you're starting him. He's yeah. looked he looked great against mm-hmm. the against the Cowboys. Yep. And um the receiver, the receiving core is going to be interesting with Stone Shepard being out for the season with a torn ACL. There's a pathway back into this team for one of Kenny Galladay or Kadarius Tony. Which one it's going to be, I have no idea. Honestly, it might be Tony. See, interesting. I thought I think it's going to be Galladay. It just seems like, I mean, I don't know. Is it like they just don't want to get it? Like they want to get him involved, but he doesn't. It just it just hasn't worked out for both sides. That drop point. that he had at the end of the game versus Dallas was killer. Killer. Yeah. But you're, Richie James in 12-team leagues is a flex you could start. Well, especially if Tony doesn't play. Right. Then it's going to be like, who else are you going to have? Right. You have. I, I think both. Galladay and Tony are going to be active. It's just a matter of who who plays more. And if I had to guess, probably Galladay for me. But if it is Tony, I wouldn't be surprised because they they ran some play. I don't know who it was to, but it was a screen like it was like a, a wide receiver screen or something, and it would look like the slowest screen of all time. And I'm sitting there, I'm saying to myself, you have. You only run that play if you have a Tyree kill on your roster. Oh, wait, you do have a Tyree kill on your roster. His name is Kadarius Tony, <laughs> who is fucking fast. Like, he is pretty, he is fast. I don't know. I don't know what it is. And, and listen, I think I think Brian Dable has done a great job, a great job thus far. But the man managing of what he's done with Kadarius Tony and Kenny Galladay is a little bit questionable. But I do say so myself. More so Tony than Galladay. Yeah, because honestly, sometimes it feels like Kenny Galladay is, de- is just downing tools at this point. They both have to be the biggest assholes in the face of the planet. I mean, part by French, but. <laughs> it's okay. I've said worse. True. Uh, anybody else for the Giants? Uh, no. No. Both defenses are worthwhile, though. I, I think I'd rather, I'd lean towards starting the Giants defense at home, though. Fair. Fair. All right, next is the Jaguars and the Eagles. So, James Robinson. Love me some James Robinson. You're starting him. Starting him, top 20 play. And you're starting Trevor Lawrence, too. Yep. Yeah, really good start this week, Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Christian Kirk. He looks great. He looks fantastic. Christian Kirk? Oh, you're starting him. Oh, my God, you're starting him. Yeah, where do I have him in my ranks? Uh, Christian Kirk, I have as my wide receiver 14. You're starting. Wow. Um, so for the Eagles, who's it going to be this week? Is it going to be Devonta Smith again, or yeah. is it going to be A.J. Brown? I mean, can I say both? <laughs> they both scored last week. True. Both had great days. True. I, I, I honestly, I think it's both. I mean, J- this is crazy because Jalen Hurts has looked good incredible. At, as a passer. Hey, it's incredible. Yeah. He's, he's really the, evolved. He, he's the front runner for MVP right now. I cannot imagine saying that. No hyperbole. He is the front runner for MVP. Like before the season, I could not imagine saying, oh yeah, Jalen Hurts is going to be the front runner for the MV, for MVP by the by the quarter of the season. Me neither. But here we are. 
I think I had a bold prediction involving Jalen Hurts that I have to go back and listen to and see. That's something that I have to do at some point is just go back, listen to the bold predictions and be like, oh, okay, who was, who was on the money and who was, uh, who was off base. I'm surprised that we don't do that. We don't have like a show at the end of the seasons. Like, let's see where we fucked up. Oh, we will. Oh, we will. Okay. Um, and then for the running backs, I mean, it's a down week for Miles Sanders. You're still starting him, though. Yeah. Because this game also has the potential to be pretty high scoring. Yeah, it does. You're starting him. You're starting with a good chance it gets, he falls into the end zone. And are you starting Goddard as well? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you start. All right. I can't imagine anybody has better on their roster. So start. probably not. <laughs> Uh, next is the Bills and the Ravens. Uh, what a game. What a, what game. a game this is, this is going to be. Yep. Very simple. You're starting Josh Allen. Singletary could be a flex. Sure. You're starting Stefan Diggs. You're starting Gabe Davis. Isaiah McKenzie in 12 team leagues you can start as a flex. Sure. Dawson Knox is in the startable range of tight ends. Lamar Jackson, you're starting. A Ravens running back, I would sit. For this matchup, don't start any of them. Rashad Bateman, you start. Mark Andrews, you start. And you fade both the defenses. That's fair. Play your studs. This is another great example of that. Absolutely. Um, I mean, monitor the injury report. Although, I don't think Stefan Dix is on the injury report. No, he he could be on the injury report, but it, he was just cramping at the end of that game. I mean, who the hell wasn't in uh, in Miami? Just because of how hot it was, so there, there's there's no real concern with with Diggs. He's fine. He's fine. Right. You play him. All right. Uh, next game, the Chargers and the Texans. So this game, monitor Keenan Allen for sure. He's expected back at practice this week. Yes. So that could that could be pretty exciting. But you're starting Herbert. You're starting Eckler. Um. Are you starting Mike Williams now? Yep. Yep. With or without Keenan Allen, you're starting. And on the, uh, well, I guess Gerald Everett's not really a start anymore if Keenan Allen comes back because now Herbert's going to have his full complement of weapons. Right now, I'm operating under the assumption that, that Keenan Allen doesn't play. So okay. he's a top 12 option if Keenan Allen doesn't play. If Keenan Allen does play, he's still a fine start, but he's probably more top 15. Gotcha. Gotcha. Chargers defense. Excellent start this week. Yep. Um, what about Damian Pierce? Start him. Yeah. Start him. He's, He's looked look good. good. He has looked good. He looked good last week. That's for sure. Yeah. And this is a Chargers defense that was absolutely carved up last week. So on, on the ground, at least. So yeah, Damian Pierce is a, is a top 24 play for me to start him. Uh, actually, we have a question from the mailbag. The question is from Adam. Adam is from Provo, Utah, who lives in Provo, Utah, but he's from Port Washington, New York. Adam asks, should I be worried about Brandon Cooks? Yeah. The <laughs> offense stinks. The offense stinks. And, and we, we talked about this on Tuesday's program that say the maximum, the maximum touchdowns you get from this offense are 25, right? What's the most you think Brandon Cooks is getting out of that? I don't know, like five or six. Uh, that's my number. Yeah, it's like five or six. And then you have to expect that Damian Pierce, Rick Burkhead, you know, between the two of them, maybe they're getting 
say that say between two of them, they get 10, 10, 11. So then right there, 11, five, we'll say five for Cooks. That's 16. There's nine more touchdowns to go around in this offense. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. We need to see more from Brandon Cooks. And the fact that Davis Mills looks bad. Yeah. He's taking a massive, massive step back. I mean, the targets are there. Like, you know, looking at people talking on like Reddit or whatever, they're like, yeah, the targets are there for Brandon Cooks and you shouldn't worry about him. But I mean, at what point are you like, well, the targets are there. You don't get points per targets, you know, at -hmm. this point. Yeah, you don't. You don't. He's only a top 24 play for me this week. He's my wide receiver 24. I'm thinking, I'm legitimately thinking about sitting Brandon Cooks. You should. For Garrett Wilson or Elijah Moore. Mm, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. I would I would be playing, I would be playing Cooks. Yeah, well, those are my two. You play the, Cooks. The next best options. You play Cooks. <laughs> All right. Um, anybody else on the Texans? Okay. Nico Collins is worth monitoring, but not worth starting. We have moved on to the four o'clock block of games. Only three this week. So let's hit him fast. The Cardinals and the Panthers. Kyler Murray, you're starting. The running backs. James Conner, you're starting. Yeah. I think bounce big bounce back week from James for James Conner this week. You know, a lot of lot of optimism about Jets legend for a day, Greg Dortch. <laughs> you start him. You start him. He's looked good. He's looked good. He's had a steady PPR floor. 12 team leagues to flex, you start him. Um, and then Hollywood. Start. Hollywood. Sorry. Hollywood. Thank you. Thank you. Hollywood. Start him. I may have lost my voice, kind of, but I can still do that. Hollywood. Starting, yeah, and Zach Ertz to start as well. Yes, because Zach Ertz seems. To, I mean, with Hopkins being suspended, Zach Ertz is getting a lot of a lot of love in this offense. Yes, 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 got a lot of love. I wouldn't be surprised if that continues. I mean, not to the same extent, obviously, but you know, they he's really built up, built up a rapport with Kyler Murray. Hmm. I'm curious to see what this offense looks like when when Hopkins comes back. Yeah, me too. Uh, for Carolina, Baker Mayfield in Superflex, maybe? No. Still? He stinks. He stinks. Yeah, well, McCaffrey doesn't. That's for sure. Now you start him. Yeah. DJ Moore? Oof. I'd what sit him, you, honestly. What do you... Do with DJ Moore. Oh, I mean, the, the receiver, the receivers as a whole. Yeah, team are just. Ugh. It's bad. It's really, really bad. You, you sit DJ Moore and just hope that Baker Mayfield is so bad they have to go to Sam Darnold. Oh God. It, it's it's that level. What are we in the twilight zone? Yeah, yeah, very much so, bro. Matt Matt Rule is going to be coaching Nebraska next year. You know, maybe he maybe his system just works better in college. He is going to be coaching freaking Nebraska. That's probably true. My God. 
he has been not good. No, 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 no. Yeah, I think we are in Twilight Zone, though, because I because mm-hmm. ju- I just told you to start Geno Smith over Russell Wilson. Yep. And here we are. You are hoping that Sam Darnold comes in for what the a, Carol- for the Carolina Panthers. What a fucking world we live in, huh? It sure is. Uh, next is the Patriots and the Packers. Well, I don't like any. Well, the running backs I like a lot with Mac Jones being out. Mm-hmm. But the receivers, you just can't. You're not starting anybody on the Patriots not named Damian Harris or Ramondre Stevenson. You, you, you just can't. Nope. You just can't. Absolutely not. But for the Packers, I mean, you're starting Rodgers, you're starting Jones, you're starting Dylan. Um, you're starting, well, I mean, I know that you really like Romeo Dobbs. Oh, do I love Romeo Dobbs? What a guy. <laughs> what a start in the guillotine. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if Belichick decides to take anybody specifically away Dobbs is, in, Dobbs is an interesting start but it's like they don't have anybody to take away well he'll probably focus more on stopping the run possibly yeah possibly just because he saw I'm sure he saw what the what Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon did against the bears on last Sunday night. Yeah. But the problem is that the Patriots want to stack the box. Aaron Rodgers is going to have one-on-ones all over the field. I mean, my God, that that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. This game's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be really, really interesting. I would start, I would start Dobbs in 12 team leagues as a flex. Sure. I'm starting in the guillotine. We're at the second to last game here on the Sunday slate, the Broncos and the Raiders. It's the Mike Shanahan bowl. Yep. Basically. Uh, Well, we already know your thoughts on Russell Wilson. I mean, geez, like, holy shit. He just does not look good. No. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Sit him if you can. Sit him if you can. Like I said, I'm I'm starting Geno Smith over Russell Wilson. But the consensus has him as a top 10 play this week. I have my QB 15. Wow. Yeah. Um, and the running backs is all are also interesting to look at for for Denver because it seems like Nathaniel Hackett doesn't know which one he likes the most. Well, he's going to use both. He did it in Green Bay with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Same thing. Yeah. He personally wanted Melvin Gordon back for this I reason. I know. Which just brought tears to all of the eyes of prospective Jamal Williams managers. Javante Williams. Javante Williams. Thank you. Thank you. I just have Jamal Williams on the mind. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm beaming. It's because it's because you're talking about Green Bay, you you know Packers legend Jamal Williams. Packers legend Jamal Williams, exactly. Um, Javante, you start. Javante, you start. Sucks that Melvin Gordon was the guy that got the touchdown last week and not Javante. Yeah, you really you were really hoping that. Yeah. Um, I mean Jerry Judy, I think should be better this week, since he has another week to get healthy. Um, and Coralton Sutton's been good. 
Cortland Sutton's been great. Yeah, if there's yeah. one receiver that I want to start, it's Sutton. But it, it, it could Judy have a game here? Yeah, he can. I mean, Judy hasn't done anything since he caught that touchdown in week one. Nope. Nope. So he's been battling injuries. Yes. And Albert O, you're not starting. Yeah, that's yep, absolutely. Um, okay, for the Raiders, Derek Carr, he's okay, whatever. He's fine. Josh Jacobs, he's fine. Uh, whatever. He's fine. I mean, you're starting Devontae Adams, obviously. You're starting Darren Waller. I'm worried about Darren Waller at this point. A little bit. A little bit. I don't know if I'm going to say I'm like a full, in a full-blown panic or anything, but yeah, it's it, it's reasonable to be worried about him. Well, yeah, I'm start. I mean, I'm starting him in the guillotine, but he, like, he got a few targets, I guess, against, you know, he got five against the uh, Titans in a negative game script, and he still didn't do a lot. It's just, it's a little worrying. It definitely is. It definitely is, but. He's still my number three tight end this week, and you're going to start him. Yeah, because because you, you never know. Right, right. Um, and yeah, let's move on to Sunday night. This is gonna be a fun game. Waiting all day for Sunday night. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is another player studs game, probably. Mm-hmm. Very much so. If they're starting Mahomes, I actually, I actually would sit Clyde. I know it's like a crazy thing to say, but the Bucks' run defense has just been great. Well, this definitely feels like a receiver day for yes. for yes. the Chiefs. Very, very much so. Which could be good for Clyde because he does catch. You know, he catches pass, he catches passes out of the backfield. I think it's gonna be a lot of Travis Kelsey, to be quite honest. I I was so wrong about Clyde. I was so wrong about him. Mm-hmm. That was a bad take. That was a horrible take. It happens. It why happens. do you why do people even listen to me? Mm. <laughs> I play I played the fifth. Um <laughs> Juju Juju is like a borderline top 30 play, but really it's Kelsey. This is gonna be the Kelsey show. Yep. Absolutely. The only two locked and loaded starts that you had this week in Kansas City are Mahomes and Kelsey. Yep. And for the Bucs, I mean, they're getting Mike Evans back, so that's good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If Chris Godwin can't go, Mike Evans is just going to be absolutely peppered. Yep. It was abundantly clear how much Tom Brady missed Mike Evans last week. Oh, my good Lord. He just kept throwing a Cole Beasley, hoping that he would become Mike Evans. He kept throwing a Russell Gage. I mean, Russell Gage had, I think, 12 catches. <laughs> 12 catches and like 14 targets. He got peppered. Yep. Well, Julio and Goblin are both questionable. Monitor those practice reports. Hey, as, what's rep- up as reported on basement, on the basement talk podcast, fantasy show, uh, Julio Jones would have a multi-week absence. Just putting that out there. Okay. Well, it's been multiple weeks already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, report, I reported that the second that he had the injury that the bucks feared that he was going to be multiple weeks. Well, there you go. And that, that injury was week one against the Cowboys. So we are now at multiple weeks. So, yes. Anybody, for anybody who questions the legitimacy of my reporting. Well, I mean, why else would you, why else would the Bucks sign Cole Beasley? 
if they didn't fear a more serious injury for Julio Jones. Correct. Correct. And Cole Beasley is much more reliable when he's healthy than, than Julio Jones is. Yeah. Um, Julio and- is still the better player, I think, but Julio Jones takes a hit the wrong way and he's going to be out for three weeks. I don't know. At this point, it's more of a debate on who's better between Julio Jones and Cole Beasley. Glass bones and paper skin. <laughs> he, he does. Yeah. I mean, what are they just going to have Russell Gage and Scotty Miller and that guy that caught the touchdown against the Jets, whose name I forgot last year? Uh, Prashad Perryman and Tyler Johnson. Tyler, John- Tyler, Tyler Johnson. Johnson's not even on the team. So it's Prashad Perryman. It would be Prashad Perryman, Russell Gage, and Scotty Miller if they hadn't brought in Cole Beasley. Correct. Correct. And this week it'll be, if there's no Godwin, there's no Julio, it'll be Mike Evans, Prashad Perryman, and Russell Gage. Yeah. And maybe Cole Beasley still. And maybe Cole Beasley still. Um, do you like Cameron Brait in this matchup? No. Okay. No. Well, that was that was easy. Yeah. So we have one more game, actually. Monday night between the Rams and the 49ers. Yeah, do it now. What the hell? Yeah. And please, you, Mr. Cam Akers Truther. Make it all make it all go away. Make it feel make me feel better about Cam Akers. Uh Cam Akers scores Monday. Probably. He scores. I have both running backs in this matchup going in the guillotine. So I am excited. Cam Akers is the one that gets the most carries. Cam Akers scores. Yeah. And honestly, Jeff Wilson, well, listen, the fumble was just not great. But um Jeff Wilson has looked okay in relief of Elijah Mitchell. Hey, he's looked great. Yeah. He's looked great. You start him. Yep. Comfortably as an RB2. Yep. Cuz he not only is he getting the the work on the ground, but he's also he also gets uh catches out of the backfield, which is always good. Mhm. Yes. Um and Stafford, I, I like the quarterbacks at all. Like are you starting any of them? Uh Garoppolo, no. Stafford, you can start as like a mid QB2. And then obviously you're starting Cooper Cup, and obviously you're starting Debo Samuel. Yep. Um, but I mean Brandon I caught a touchdown against the Broncos. If that means any if that means anything to you. Do not start Brandon Ayuk, I beg you. I'm ready to be hurt again. I don't even I'm begging. I'm begging. <laughs> I don't even have him anywhere. But I'm sure there are a couple of guys that are like, I'm ready to be hurt again by Brandon Ayuk. I'm on my knees begging. <laughs> do not start Brandon Ayuk. Um, but George Kittle, you're starting. Yep. Starting Kittle. And Higby, maybe. Probably not. Uh, Higby, you could start. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, Higby, you can start. Robinson, Allen Robinson, I would not start, though. Yeah. Sit Allen Robinson. If you have to play him, then I wish you the best of luck. It's true. Absolutely. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes wherever you hear your podcast. For my co-host, Ed Birdsell, I am Adam Castor, and we will see you on Monday for the review show. Actually, we'll see you on Saturday for the mailbag. I will see you Saturday for the mailbag and then adam will see you on monday for the review show yes bye bye